Hey y'all, it's Erin Thorvaldson. Welcome to Real Estate, Real Life, Real Talk. Oh my goodness. I absolutely wish I could give everyone that listened, sent a message, shared the podcast, the biggest hug. Holy cow. I could not believe all the support, the positive messages, the positive feedback that I got. I honestly thought that maybe 10 people would listen and that would just be, well, hopefully my parents, my husband, my siblings, and my good friends. So never ever did I imagine the amount of people that listened actually would. So thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means the absolute world to me. But I also feel like a huge sigh of relief um, that I made it through the first episode and I have now tried to record the second one. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many times. So I think I'm more nervous the second time than the first time because it's probably like a, a sense of not wanting to disappoint and make sure that it was as good as the first one. I don't know. So anyways, but I'm learning, um, each week how to record better, how to post, how to share, just how to, I don't know, this is all new to me and it's just something that I've wanted to do. And my whole idea with, with doing the podcast was just making sure to be real, to be honest. So I'm being completely real and honest that I'm super nervous recording the second one. So (laughs) if it sounds shaky or bad, that's, that's definitely why. So, um, but I have so much content coming up for the next few weeks, the few months, um, because I had some amazing friends and amazing family that reached out wanting to be part of the podcast, which is so amazing. Um, so I'm super excited to share different ideas that they have, different things that they have going on in their life um, over the next few weeks, few months. Um, but one of the biggest ways that my podcast can continue to grow is making sure that you follow along on Spotify and then, of course, sharing it with others so that they can listen to new and upcoming episodes. We also have an Instagram page too, where I've been posting some behind the scenes photos and content, um, just kind of being real and showing everybody what recording a podcast is about. So again, thank you to everybody that continues to do this. I so appreciate it very, very much, but I'm super excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about, um, a new land listing that I have in Osceola, and then if fall and winter are good times to list your home, and then Brody is going to be back on to give us an update on how hockey tryouts went and an unfortunate event that took place this week. If anybody has driven around the Osceola dresser area, they know how absolutely stunning and beautiful it is over there. It's near one of my favorite wineries, Dancing Dragonfly near um tippy canoes one of our family favorite restaurants trollhug and ski area um there's a ton of lakes a ton of trails there's the train that goes from osceola to dresser it's absolutely one of the coolest most beautiful spots in the area um so we recently listed a lot that's right near lotus lake over there it's an open builder lot which means that You don't have to use a builder that's like designated to that particular area. You can use whoever you'd want to build your house. Um, And it's super cool. So this particular lot has, it's almost two acres, but it feels like it's significantly more than that. 
um, the way that it's situated in kind of this like circle area in the neighborhood. It's really, really neat. Has some beautiful sunrise views, beautiful sunset views, nice rolling area, plenty of room for a garden, um, plenty of room for storage for all your toys, whether it be a boat, a snowmobile, four-wheeler, plenty of room. You, you're, you're covered. Um, but the lot is listed at 38300 which is a great deal. Uh, survey has been done. Perk test has been done. It's all ready to go. You just got to start building and um, designing your dream home. So if you have been thinking about maybe moving, building a house, this is definitely a great spot. Or if you know somebody who's talked about building in the area, they definitely should check this one out. They can check it out at our website, AaronThorvaldson.com, or on our various social media pages too. So one of the biggest questions that we get asked by sellers, buyers, basically anyone that's talking about real estate is when is the best time to list my home? And honestly, this can have such a different answer for everyone. Sometimes people have a job transfer that makes there kind of be an urgency that they need to sell by a certain timeline. Um, there's also unfortunate circumstances where there might be medical concerns or medical issues that force a sudden move that sometimes people aren't always planning for. But also one of my favorite is randomly maybe a dream home comes on the market and people are all set they're like all right our dream home's on the market we're moving let's go and it ends up being super sudden so it's really important to kind of look at your situation um sometimes people have a want that they want to sell their house but then there's also times where people have a need where they're like i i need to sell this is the time so it's really important to just kind of look at your timeline and decide you know is there a certain time that you need to be gone out of your current home or can you be flexible there's also sometimes where if a client has moved in the winter before they have taken a solid oath vow that they will never ever move in the snow and cold weather again so kind of with that in mind that's when we see that that the fall market tends to be a really really good time for sellers to list their house is because they want to get moved before the snow flies, before it's freezing cold. Um, the other great thing about that is typically when you list in the fall, kind of those October, November months, a lot of times you can get closed and in a new home before the holidays. So you can spend Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's in your new home and have twice the celebration that you normally would. Um the great thing too that I think is a huge bonus is your house project. So whenever you buy a new house, there's always things that you want to do to make it your own. And if you move in kind of that fall winter time, you have all winter to work on your inside projects, painting, getting stuff organized, maybe doing new flooring, painting your cabinets, whatever it might be. So that comes spring and summer, all you can focus on is kind of your outside house projects, your landscaping, some of those things that you don't necessarily want to come spring and decide, oh my goodness, where am I going to do? Inside, outside, I have so much to do and sometimes then it never gets done. Um, the other huge bonus that you have in kind of the fall and winter months is the sort shortage of inventory. Now this has kind of been the case over the last three years, but you definitely see it a lot more in those fall and winter months because again, not everyone wants to make that move maybe right before the holidays or in those cold winter snowy months. So with that though, those buyers that tend to be out in those January, February, like 20 degree days where 
there's a blizzard or there's like six inches of snow, um, those buyers tend to be your serious strong buyers because I promise you not everyone wants to be out tromping through uh, properties and going in and out in the freezing cold. So we've even had many times where we've walked land with buyers where there's like two or three feet of snow um, and you're tromping through it. So we prepare for all sorts of weather. Um, so kind of, again, you know, knowing that those buyers that are out looking are definitely more serious than those winter and fall ones. Um, the other thing with the fall too, is it's so pretty. The colors are changing on the trees. The leaves are falling. It really looks like it's out of a fairy tale book where it's just, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but you drive down a country road and it really, truly is really beautiful. And then in the winter time, you get that first snowfall that makes it look so magical outside. Um, so it's just really pretty that time of the year. Um, so that being said, is fall or winter a good time to list? Absolutely. They're both great. Um, but I would say the biggest thing is always to look at your timeline and your situation and really decide, is it a want? Is it a need? And if you get that, you know, accepted offer in the middle of January, are you ready to, you know, kind of make that move in the winter and, um, you know, just again, look at your current situation. And more importantly, you should probably talk to your favorite real estate agent, Aaron Thorbaldson with Generations Real Estate Group, or Tina Frasier, or Nicole Egan. We're happy to help you and get a plan in place that works for you and your family. So now that we've talked some real estate, it's time to talk some real life. So coming back for our second episode is my favorite little man, my son Brody. Hey, Brody. Hey. So, hockey tryouts are done. Team rosters came out. You've had practices. There have been team meetings. You've had two scrimmages. But biggest question is, what team did you make? I made B2. B2 what? B2 Squirts. Squirts? Feewees. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm super proud of you. Um... I was so nervous during tryouts. I ate half a sleeve of Oreo Thins from Wednesday to Saturday during tryouts. You, on the other hand, ate super healthy all week, got plenty of sleep, and were ready to kick some butt. What was it like at the arena? Because no parents were allowed, right? You had to, dad basically dropped you off and then picked you up. Yeah, um, it was pretty, well, like I said earlier, it was... It was kind of stressful. When I came there, I kept my cool, focused, and um, <clears throat> and played my game and apparently did pretty well. Aw. What was it like on the ice? Um, well, you could see some of the evalu evaluators. Then we had a few coaches on the ice. Then they separated players into two teams. Um green and yellow or something like that and I was on green the whole time um so tell me a little bit about your team this year and what position you play um so our team has 13 players two goalies and I play left defense we have a lot of the good players um we had a pretty good team this year pretty glad the team that I make and think we're gonna have a great year this year have you played with a bunch of the kids before? Yeah. 
Quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. Is there some kids that you've never played with before on your team? Yeah, three or four of them. How is that going to be? I think they're a good group of guys and they'll have a good year still. Oh, that's really cool. So on this past Sunday, you got to scrimmage against a friend that lives in Cottage Grove. And he plays, plays on the Cottage Grove Peewee B2 team. How was that? It was fun. He was a goalie and still had a good game. Um, first period they got three unresponded, unresponded, yeah, um, but they blew it and turned out eight seven. They blew it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the game was kind of a lot of back and forth. Okay, we could say that. Yeah. Um. The scrimmage that you guys had on Saturday though against Cambridge Isani, what was the score of that one? Um, nineteen to one. Yeah. We- we blew them out of the water. Yeah. They had no chance. Yeah, you guys I would much rather watch a game where it's like eight to seven though versus a nineteen to one. I don't know. The nineteen to one's more fun. We get a lot more shots, but it's more challenging when you play a harder team. Yeah, I like the challenging. I think it's good for you guys. Um, so you also got to play in the rink that your dad played in growing up. That's kinda neat. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, he said the rink's changed quite a bit, though. Does not look like it did when he was a kid, he said. Um, so you play the same position that your dad played when he played hockey, right? Yep. What are the top three things that he tells you about hockey? Um, don't be afraid to step up. Let the puck or the body never... or Let one of the, the puck or the body go through, but not both. And that, that's, those two are kind of it. I feel like that's good, good advice. Do you yeah. think he's, he's gotten to coach you, like, ever since you started playing hockey, and this year you have a different coach? I mean, I, he's still my assistant coach, but I like my new coach a lot. Oh, that's cool. I think he has a lot to offer. That's awesome. Okay, so here's the big thing. Hockey's going to look a little different for you um, for a few weeks. How come? Um, I broke my kneecap. Broke your kneecap? Yeah. How in the heck did you do that? Um, well, it started like three weeks ago. I don't know how. I'm just... It starts to hurt now, but I tripped over a medicine ball in the gym and fell and broke my kneecap. Kind of a lame story, but... It is kind of a lame story. You got to come up with something way cooler. Like you fell out of a deer stand or you're chasing after a deer that you shot or blocked a shot. You blocked a shot. You did block a shot on Sunday that got you in the shin. Yeah, right on that knee too. Oh, that was a pretty sweet play though. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, so this happened like, gosh, I think it was like four weeks ago. And, like, that first week when it happened, you said that it hurt pretty bad, and we iced it and did some other things. Some biofreeze and KT tape on it. Yep. And then um, it got better where you'd say, like, after practice or something that it kind of hurt right after you got done skating. But, like, on Sunday you were, you skated, you had a scrimmage, you took the dock out, you took the boat lift out, you've been hunting, you've been in gym class, you've been biking, kind of a tough kid yeah that's what the doctor said too i know i felt super bad on monday because i kept on telling you that oh your knee is fine your knee is fine it's not anything wrong with it 
And then the doctor was taking a super long time to come back after you got your x-ray done. And when he came back, I knew it was bad news. Yeah. I was bumming. Yeah, I definitely thought it's going to take this long. It's definitely something bad. Um, so if I recall, something similar like this happened like five or six years ago when you were canning pickles with your friend Jack and you hurt your elbow. Yeah, um, I was trying to skip stairs after canning pickles to go down and watch a basketball game on TV with my buddy. And I I slipped because I had really, really slippery socks on on the stairs. It just made a bad combo with the carpet in my socks. And I slipped and broke my arm. I don't know that you totally broke it. That was like a fracture. Okay, we'll call it a fracture. Because I don't think you had an actual cast on, but you had you couldn't get it wet. So it was like a different sort of cast or something. Because that was yeah. during the summer. And you had to have that like blow-up thing on it when you were swimming. Mm-hmm. I'm taking showers. I'm taking showers, yeah. That healed up pretty quick, so I'm praying that your knee does too. And we go to a specialist on Friday, so hopefully they'll have have good news and it'll be just a few things that you got to do, help it get better, and you'll be back on the ice and skating and hunting and doing all sorts of things in no time. Yeah, I hope so. Um. Well, bud, thank you for being on my second episode. I'm super proud of you and the hard work that you put in for tryouts. You did a ton of extra skating this summer, ton of shooting pucks, watching YouTube videos. I feel like it definitely, definitely paid off, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely do think it paid off. So now we just got to get you, uh, get you healed up so we can get you back on the ice and win some games this season. Yeah, I hope so. I think we got a pretty good team. I hope we do win districts. That's the main goal. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. It would be. All right. You got any last words of advice or anything you want to say? Never back down and never give up. I like that. That was good. All right, bud. I love you. Rest yeah. up. I will. Okay. Thanks for being on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, too. All right, episode two is almost in the books. This one was definitely a tough one. So thank you again for listening. Um, Hopefully you're still listening at this point. I hope I made you smile even like the tiniest little bit. Um, And I hope I gave you some good, helpful information if you're thinking about selling your home or if you might know somebody who is thinking about selling. Um, Be sure to follow along the podcast on Spotify. We're working on getting it to other um, podcast hosting sites as well. Be sure to share it so everyone else can find maybe the tiniest little bit of humor in this podcast and I can make them smile as well. And be sure to visit us on Instagram too and like us there so that you can get some behind the scene photos of our podcast recordings as well. So be sure to join me next week. Um, We're going to be talking about some fall home maintenance tips and then I'm going to have some of my family on talking about our annual MEA cabin trip. It's always a super fun weekend and Our family looks forward to it every single year, and it's also Youth Deer Hunt Weekend for Minnesota, so both my kiddos are going to be out hunting. I believe my nephew is too, so the anticipation if the big one comes and they can shoot it is going to be um, tenfold, definitely for sure, so lots of bets going on too. And we also have 
uh, new up and coming country singer that's going to be at my parents' cabin uh, playing for my mom's birthday. So his name is Cody Dylan Brown. So next week we'll be sure to have um, a little bit of his tib- uh, tidbit of his music on as well. So be sure to be kind, be sincere, be intentional, and be real. Have a great week. Thank you.